You're listening to Life Repurposed with Michelle Rayburn, where you'll find uplifting and practical advice for everyday living, creative inspiration for do-it-yourself projects, and recommendations for books and resources that will encourage you to embrace your life repurposed. I'm your host, Michelle Rayburn. Hey there, I'm coming to you from a rainy day in spring in northern Wisconsin. And just today, our governor ordered that our state is under a voluntary yet involuntary shelter at home order for the next 30 days due to a pandemic of coronavirus. Everybody's talking about it, so why not mention it here quickly at the beginning of this episode? But this really is not just about that. This is really about how to cope with disrupted plans no matter where you are in life. And you'll find out as I talk in this episode how it affects not only those of us who are sheltering at home and not leaving our homes, but also people who have life circumstances that come up that have caused them to have their life interrupted. Let me share some words with you. Postponed, interrupted, delayed, canceled, uncertain, indefinite, hindered, suspended, questionable, undetermined. I try to think of all the words that could give a planner some anxiety. And I'm not talking about a planner as in someone who plans events, although that is also a planner. But I'm really talking about a person who likes to have an orderly method for life and somebody who thinks really far ahead on events. A planner is someone who does the following things, puts events on a calendar far ahead, arranges details using binders, sticky notes, phone reminders, and whiteboards, has a sense of what will be happening for the next two weeks, two months, or two years, has a Franklin Covey binder and actually writes stuff in it, reaches deadlines and finishes stuff, keeps details and possibilities organized in her brain for months before an occasion. Imagine the anxiety for anyone who is a planner when life is interrupted. What about when it's interrupted not only for them, but for the whole world? That is actually the situation that is playing out in our world right now, where a good part of the United States and many portions of the entire world have been told that we need to stay in our homes until this virus has passed. But like I said, it's not only somebody who's experiencing that. But when we do have an interruption such as this, then suddenly all the horrible words that I just read to you are tossed around multiple times per day. And so we hear things being postponed or interrupted. It's being delayed. It's canceled. It's uncertain. It's indefinite when we're going to have this an event. Uh, your life is hindered. This connection is suspended. We are not going to get together for coffee. It's questionable about whether we're going to be able to hold the retreat. We're going to reschedule this for an undetermined date. This week, I'm giving some quick tips on how to cope when everything you had scheduled is on hold. And for some, this is immediate as our world copes with this pandemic. But for others, this has been your reality as uncertainty has come along in the form of perhaps a diagnosis that blocked plans, or you lost your home in a tornado recently, or you lost a spouse and your financial situation has changed and you're trying to figure out your next step. Or perhaps you're just canceling uh, a large event that is supposed to happen, but something else has come along and you're not able to hold the wedding that you planned. Uh, Maybe your vacation has had to be canceled or some sort of family gathering is postponed. And as your plans are suspended, let's look at what we can do when plans are postponed indefinitely. 
I'd like to share with you how we can live life repurposed when we think about what we can do, what are some steps that we can take, what are some responses when our plans are postponed indefinitely. I have eight tips to share with you today on how we can respond. These are just pulled from some of my own personal experience and some of the things that I've discovered along the way when my own plans have been disrupted. And I am a planner, so I don't love to have things change. I like variety, but I do not like interruptions, if that makes sense. So I love to rearrange my furniture and change things to inspire me, but it does not inspire me if I work really hard on an event and then it has to be canceled. So that's really different for me than the kind of change that spurs creativity. And so I'm going to give you eight tips, and this is me navigating through something I've never been through before in my lifetime, and that is being stuck in my home. I've had plans interrupted, but never a situation that required me to stay home, to not go anywhere, to not attend events, to not even shop, uh, to not go to church, all of those things. So if you're listening to this far down the road, and we're way past this pandemic, There are still eight tips here that you can apply to your everyday life, even if you're not stuck at home. So let's start with number one. Choose how to respond. My first reaction when I'm interrupted is to get angry and get upset. And sometimes I cry when I'm frustrated. Okay, I almost always cry when I'm frustrated. But um, after that initial grief, I have to make a conscious choice to respond differently from that initial meltdown. Because uh, when I find out something has been changed or interrupted, and I've put a lot of work into it, I'm so disappointed, I'm upset about it, I could continue to have that same response over and over, or I could teach myself how to respond differently. So it's really important that we learn how to respond so that we can make choices, even if initially we have a little bit of a reaction, a meltdown, whatever that is, to move forward and not just live there in that initial response. Number two, breathe. Sometimes when I'm stressed out, I just need to slow my breathing. There's been times when I'm sitting on the couch and I'm working on a project and sometimes as a freelancer I have to work into the evenings and I'll take my laptop out to the living room so I can be near my husband and I'll just be working on some stuff and it's a little bit overwhelming so I'll take a really deep breath and I'll clear my head and I'll get some oxygen. But my husband will look at me from across the room because sometimes he thinks I'm sighing because I'm irritated. I'm just breathing it out. I'm just getting past it and clearing my head. So if you're in the middle of an interruption, it is helpful to consciously throughout the day stop and take a couple of deep breaths, especially to release the stress and just move forward. Just take that deep breath. Number three, talk to a friend. I really hate to bother people, so I don't like to interrupt someone else. To me, it's sort of like a chain reaction, like, my life is interrupted, I'm frustrated with it, I just need to interrupt somebody else in order to tell them what's going on in my life. That's backwards thinking, though. We need to have people who we can reach out to and talk to when we're stressed out. And so rather than seeing it as an interruption, this is an opportunity for us to connect in our relationship. So I do have a circle of people who I know I can interrupt at any time and tell them that I'm struggling to cope with something. I can name off a couple of names on my hand, just, you know, like five names that I would reach out to. 
So it's really important to talk with a friend, even when my feelings tell me, no, don't bother them, don't interrupt them, reach out to somebody else. Number four, plan in the short range. For those of us who really need to plan, I just need to plan something. I can't plan eight weeks out because I don't really know what's going to be happening. I recorded this in the middle of a shelter at home order for my state. I don't know when that's going to be lifted, but as of today, it's in place for 30 days from now. Now, it could be changed two weeks from now. I don't know, but I cannot plan 30 days from now. I can't even plan 60 days from now because I don't know if it's going to be lifted. I don't know if I'm going to be able to attend and speak at the conference that I'm planning to in a few months. I I don't know. So what I can do is plan in the short range. And for those of us that have faith in God, you know that even planning short range, it's all in his hands. So I could plan what I'm going to do tomorrow, but it is all in his will. The caveat, though, is that I I have this innate need to plan. So I plan in the short range, knowing that God can change those plans, and I'm fine with that. But I'm going to I'm going to plan something. So right now, I know that I have ripe bananas out on my counter, and I could plan to make banana bars tomorrow. So I think I will plan for that. So planning in the short range means I look really short out. I don't look all the way to the things that I really wanted to do, but I'm going to satisfy that need in myself to organize my thoughts around something, if that makes sense. If you're not a planner, you're probably like, I don't even need this episode, and that's okay. Number five, reach out to someone else who might be struggling. This is different than talking to a friend because this is with the express intent to reach out for their benefit, not for mine. So when I'm first talking to a friend, that's because I need to just vent and talk to somebody. But in this case, it's I am intentionally stepping back from my own thoughts and feelings, and I'm going to think through in my head who else could be struggling, who might be having a really time or hard time right now because of the circumstances. And so the best way for me to get out of my head is to find someone else who needs emotional support. Listening to someone else's story keeps me aware that other people have hurts and needs and struggles, and it isn't only me. Especially now during this time when in our community we are socially isolated, so it would be really easy for me to just become very focused on my own needs and not just feeling sorry for myself, but actually just really focused on what do I need and not really thinking about the fact that other people could be really struggling. So reach out to someone else who might be struggling. Number six, give words to your disappointment. This means looking at the honest feelings about what you're thinking about the fact that your plans are canceled. If you're a planner and you were somebody that had a wedding plan for the next 30 to 60 days, my heart goes out to the people who have weddings planned, who cannot gather the people to have that wedding, who have to figure out the steps of what to do about the beautiful things that were all planned for an occasion that's not going to be able to happen on that planned date. And so when you give words to the disappointment, it could be writing it out in a journal or talking it out with a friend, but really expressing the loss and naming your feelings about that loss so that you can honestly grieve about it rather than just stuffing it down and pretending that it's okay. Number seven, resist the urge to micromanage something else. 
as a planner, I know how it feels when the unknown comes along. There's this sense of anxiety that comes with it. And when I have that anxiety, I have an unhealthy way of coping by trying to micromanage the wrong things. So I have to teach myself that I don't have to control everything and it's okay if I don't know the future. And I want to give you a little example of what micromanaging something else might look like. I might be frustrated that I can't attend the conference that I had planned to coming up. And outside of the pandemic that our country is experiencing right now, this can actually happen with problems with travel, hurricanes, natural disasters, those kinds of things cause some of these same things to happen where people cannot travel or go to or attend the things they had planned. And so when I micromanage something else, it could be just insanely small things around home, like where somebody puts their toothbrush or how many socks are left on the floor or why someone else can't, you know, it's always someone else. I'm trying to manage somebody else. And usually it's just some silly little thing. And I have a meltdown about that when really the meltdown is about my frustration or my anxiety about not being able to do the bigger thing I wanted to do. So it's really important to resist the urge to micromanage something else in order to try to cope with the anxiety of the unknown. And that goes back to number six, where I had talked about giving words to the disappointment. That really helps me with figuring out, okay, I'm not going to micromanage my husband or like my kids when they were at home. I used to do that. Um, But I'm just facing the idea here that I do that sometimes in an unhealthy way just because I'm trying to cope with the bigger picture. Number eight, and the final tip today is look for productive ways to invest your energy. I have boxes of craft supplies in my house that I haven't been able to touch for years. There are books to read and letters to write, umpteen things that I always said I didn't have time for. Now, I'm a freelancer, so I'm actually still working full time, and I have not been uh, grounded, essentially, and stuck at home to do my job or to not do my job. My life looks really close to normal right now because I'm a freelancer and I work from home already, so I can still work my full-time hours, but my evenings are different. There are no meetings at church right now. I'm not able to go to my girls' small group. My husband and I are not going out on date nights. We are not meeting up with friends and doing things. There's no family gatherings or anything like that happening, and so sometimes when we're home, We don't have the normal scheduled activities. We don't have to just sit around and watch TV and obsess over what we see on social media. We could actually read books or write letters or get out the supplies for the things that we've always said we wanted to have time to do. Because when life is interrupted, there might be time for something we've longed for. And those things could also turn into meeting needs of other people. For example, sewing blankets that could be given away or making homemade gifts and that kind of thing. So it's really important to look for productive ways to invest our energy. Otherwise, we could spend limitless time on social media and on the news just obsessing over whatever's happening in the world around us. It's also important that for those who are not experiencing a natural disaster or a national and international pandemic, that whatever interrupts us might be just an opportunity to pause and reinvest our energy somewhere else. So whether it is a broken foot or 
canceled plans because uh, circumstances have changed, whatever it is, it's just an opportunity to look for a new way to invest our time. So that is eight tips for you for how to cope with interrupted plans. Stay tuned as I share a resource with you before we wrap it up. For today's resource, I made you a playlist on Spotify. You'll have to go to the show notes for this episode at michellerayburn.com slash 36 to get the link. So what I did was I put together some songs of hope and encouragement, just a list of things, uh, songs that I really like that have blessed me. And I think these are appropriate for when life is interrupted and you just need to know that it's going to be okay and you're going to get through this difficult time. So if you go to michellerayburn.com slash 36, you will find the link to that Spotify playlist. I hope you enjoy that and I hope to have you stop by next week as you tune in for another episode of Life Repurposed. You've been listening to Life Repurposed with Michelle Rayburn. Check out tips, resources, and inspiration at michellerayburn.com. I'd love it if you would subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, or Spotify. I'd also love it if you would like, review, and share the information about this podcast with your friends. Thank you so much for listening. 